Hello. Episode 638. Hello, Sarah. 630. Ooh, this comes out on the day that I will be dancing to Billy Joel (gasps) in Pittsburgh, PA. So excited. That's right. Celebrating your birthday, yes. Mm -hmm. Another year older and wiser. Yes. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Do you feel older and wiser? Like, do you feel, do you feel wiser? I do feel wiser. I don't feel older. Yeah. I keep crying about stuff though, because I keep (gasps) being reminded of the passage of time, which makes me emotional, particularly with regard to my son. I don't like it one bit. Um, There was a movie trailer that came out. I just saw today called Lost Ollie. And it's about basically, you know, my son's doll 99. The sheep. It's yes, about, of course I know. Yeah, it's about like a kid losing their favorite little animal, and I no. hated it. I was like, "Nope." Now you made me panic. Where's Lammy? Where's Lammy? See, I can't take it. Sue's. The other day, I oh, said to Lincoln, "But your baby is kind of like turning into. He's like a little boy. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a like, man. I hate it." And there was something he was doing the other day, and I'm like, maybe you should bring 99. Um, and he was—he <gasps> didn't really react. And I go, do you not like 99 anymore? And he goes, excuse me. Oh, thank God. It was such a oh, relief that he was offended oh, by God. that. Phew. Um, it's more that 99 has to be kept for safekeeping, you know, because he could disintegrate. I, I do like that. This is, I like this. Yeah. This is good. That's a good transition. My That's God. good. It's too much it's still for me. special. You got to find the middle ground. It's not like he doesn't like him anymore. No, Her. it's like he <laughs> he treasures ninety nine mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? Yeah. Um, I, I, who cares? I care so much. This is very important, and <laughs> I always thought it was very uh, special that he loves ninety nine, who is a lamb, and my stuffed animal is Lammy, and so they were both lambs. And think, You know, as so many baby toys are, since, you know, counting sheep, it's kind of a thing. But, like, you know, I just always loved that, that mine was a lamb, it. too. I love it. I remember it. showing him that. Yeah, and he's, he's a, a, he's a, a sheep baby. enthusiast. He is a sheep enthusiast. We have enthusiast. a lot of sheep. We have so many over here. Anyway, um, I'll just dive right in if, if you can handle it. You know, I got stuff to talk about. It feels like it's been ages, I know, because you were at camp. And I was like yeah. making this list of things I wanted to get to. We're just zooming right over. You're being a whole another year older, another year wiser thing. And like having to like like focus on your birthday and answer all those birthday questions. Like what's the thing that you like look forward to most about this next year? And what are you like most proud of accomplishing over the past year? We do that? I... Uh, Suze, I have definitely asked you this when I've been in person with you because I oh, ask really? everybody this on their birthday. What do I say? Yeah, and you every think? single time you're annoyed and hate. <laughs> so I'm like in denial about it. Yes. Um, and most of, and it's been a while because we – no, we talked about this when we were in at Dollywood. Did we? Yeah. Oh, my God. Out on the porch. It, it felt out. very like, like, I don't know, you know, sitting on the porch listening to the cicadas. I do not feel physically older. I don't have any of the things that people talk about. I don't have that. Like, I don't need readers. <laughs> or <laughs> You I haven't, like, know. done that thing where you, like, move your eye, hold something far away from you, like, when you're threading a needle? 
No, oh, no, I have had those are some good eyes. No, I haven't had that yet. These I don't have carrots, any like aches and, and pains. I don't have anything and I don't want to, and I'm really committed to maintaining yeah. my strength and fitness despite yes. absolutely hating anything to do with movement of That's any kind. Great. They- like even despite hating it, you still do it. And now you get to enjoy what, what, what? I figured out the perfect exercise because I have a, I've had a routine for the last five years that I've been doing. But then I read this article about how sit-ups are, they're out. We don't do those what? anymore. Okay. okay. This was what in the Atlantic and it was saying how like that's been um, sort of like the gym class, a calisthenics type of thing forever. Yes, yes. But it contributes to back pain and stuff and <gasps> neck pain. It's bad for you. <gasps> yes, it does hurt my neck. Yes. Yeah, so they said do planks, right? Okay. So I did. I swapped out my sit-ups for planks. And number one, I uh, feel much stronger for it. But number two, it's like the perfect exercise for me because you do nothing. You do absolutely nothing for as long as you can. This is ideal. It's totally Susie. ideal. Susie. Yeah. That is a great slogan. Planks. <laughs> Absolutely nothing for as long as you can. And like you get a strength. Yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. If there weren't a reason to join Patreon <laughs> to see the video version of that right there. Susie, you're ripped. I feel okay. strong, Sarah. Can we get the rundown of what that routine is? <laughs> well, the plank, my goal is to just plank for five minutes and it's whoa, really, really Whoa, plank five long. minutes. I'm literally taking notes. Like, it's really hard to plank for five minutes. It's really hard to plank for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I just, I do 120 uh, push-ups every day. And then I do a bunch of, like, leg lifts for my buns of steel. Ooh. That's it. it. That's it. It's under 10 minutes, this routine. It's so amazing. See, it's all about consistency. My brother says that. You have to do the same thing every day for a year. And you've been doing that for like a long time. But nobody listens to me. I want to be a life coach, but to tell the truth. People are literally listening to you right now. (laughs) That's literally the only thing that I have is people listening to me. Uh, But they don't believe me, I think. That I'm like, no, it's seriously right. 10 minutes every day, though. Every day is the part people don't like. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna Are take, you really? This has been my – yeah, well, this is my thing is I am really trying to, like, post-camp. I'm setting goals and, like, my oh. – I, I really want to get in a more consistent routine because I know that I thrive with routine and all the people that I look up to most, you being one of them, have – consistent routines and that is the thing that like is the common like thread between all of them and their balance in their life both like physically mentally and emotionally and why so do you think am- people don't really like routine because i really enjoy it but i feel like some people hate it uh i think it may be a couple things there it can be what was modeled to you who was mm-hmm. the enforcer of the routine I think that has a big thing to do with it. If the routine came from a source that also like made you feel like you didn't have any autonomy, then you could be fighting the routine, fighting oh, wow. that. Wow, I never thought about it that. Because it means it's like connected to more things than that. Gosh, that might be right. Because 
otherwise it's baffling to me. I'm just like, it's so comforting. Right. Why do these people resist it? Because if, if, yeah, it, it, it's hard to. Maybe people think it's boring. Own. Maybe they hate the boringness. Yeah. And, and uh, there's a great quote that Virginia Satir says that she says the, uh, uh, the comfort. Oh my gosh. What is it? It's the, I'm going to get it wrong. The misery of certainty is more comfortable than the certainty of misery or opposite way around. Something like that. I'm saying it backwards. The misery The certainty of misery is more comfortable than the misery of uncertainty. There it is. Woo! It took me a while. Yes. We are more comfortable with being certain that we're going to be miserable than being uncertain that we might be whatever. Yeah. The unknown is very scary. Yes. The unknown is very scary. That was, whoo, whoo, took me a while to get there. That's why I think they would like routine. Well, we would, but if routine is nothing, if if routine is something you have never had before, yeah, 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 then yeah, that's funny. That seems so unfamiliar that it's terrifying. Yeah, it's like saying, like it's telling somebody there's a different way to function, and, and if you've been functioning that way your whole entire life, it's saying you need to give up the thing that has been keeping you going this whole entire time, and that is terrifying for people. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to trust something totally new. And, you know, usually people who don't have a routine have not had things, systems, people, or whatever that they've been able to trust, which mm-hmm. is why they don't have routines. God. It's hard being a person. It's so hard. It's so hard. Ah. Oh, well, we're here. We love you. We're all yep. going to be older and wiser, whether it's your birthday or yep. not, because we're yep. on the Brain Candy Podcast and this is the best show yep. ever. Yeah. That's right. Woo! I know that for sure. Uh Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing Accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I watched on HBO Last Movie Stars about Paul Newman and his lovely wife, Joanne Woodward. Oh, did they talk all about their delicious food company? 
They talked a little bit about that, Newman's Own, the charitable. Nobody makes a better Italian salad dressing, if you ask me. I agree with you. Oh, my gosh. Pour that over some red potatoes. Stick it in the oven at 375. <laughs> Woo! That is so tasty. I, that was my I'll mom's tell you what, go-to. Though, this, when I watched it, it was six-hour-long episodes. Whoa! That's a lot of info. And, it's a lot of Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, and I've never seen even one movie that either of them have been in, and I thought, this is confirmation. You've never seen a Paul Newman movie? Never. Stop. Never. Susie, some movies are very good. What about <laughs> what about uh, uh, Million Dollar Baby? He was not in that. Who the heck was that? Wait a minute. Clint Eastwood. You're right. I'm terrible. That's Clint Eastwood, isn't it? It is. It's not Paul Newman. You're right. It's Clint Eastwood. This is <laughs> I what I did see that, though. Yes. So I, I just would like to, to point out that I do this with every single actor that there ever was. There will never, ever be a time I don't do this. I love it. That is so funny. Like, you're so upset, it. but then... <laughs> no. But... Like, that's not... Okay, Paul Newman He won an Oscar in. for The Color of Money. That was probably the, maybe the most famous with Tom Cruise. They play pool. What about the one where he rides a motorcycle? <laughs> Does he ride a motorcycle? Like there's one where this he like crazy. escapes on a motorcycle somewhere. Maybe. Cool Hand Luke. He was in. Cool Hand Luke, Paul in, Newman. He was in. That one. That one. Have you seen that? that? One. I have seen that because I had to watch it for a film class when I was in college. Okay. Yes. He was in that. I have not seen it. It was good. <laughs> I remember him eating a lot of eggs. Yes. Uh-huh. He ate a lot of eggs. He did. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm not trying to make a joke, but I do like him more for his uh, imitation Oreo cookies than I do for his acting. I like him just... He and for his salad dressing. I like him for his fucking face and body and everything. And he's half Jewish. What? As if I couldn't... Oh, well, now I could ask for him. nothing more. Susie loves Paul Newman. He, there's never been a more beautiful man, I think, on the planet. Oh, wow. Suze, I didn't know you felt this way about Paul. I think everyone feels this way. I mean, he was just like almost otherworldly. Oh. He was beautiful like a woman is beautiful, where you like just want to stare at them. Oh, yeah. He, d- he, is, he, is in- he has like enchanting eyes. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Right. Hello. It's just like, oh. who is this oh. person? Oh, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling and I am a liking. Yes. And he loved Joanne oh. with all his heart. And anyway, oh, she's cute. just to watch six hours about these people that I don't even watch their movies. I thought this is confirmation that I will watch literally any documentary that exists because I'm not even invested in them, and here I am, well, six kinda, hours later. Kind of are. Did you like him this much before the documentary? You mean to look at? Well, I Yes, mean, I've yeah. always liked to look at him okay. very okay. much. Yeah. He's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And anyway, the thing that I took away from it that's relevant <laughs> to this show, besides how beautiful he is, is, um, you know, kids are really like, kind of like great equalizer because kids don't give a shit if you won an academy award that's or right. 
whatever you yeah. accomplish. And, you Still know, roll their eyes at you. Yeah. it's really hard to be a parent. Um, unfortunately, his oldest child with his previous wife, um, Scott, he died of an overdose. And oh, Paul had tried to, you know, save mm-hmm. him and everything, but it was just not, it didn't work mm-hmm. out. And, and you just think like, no matter what you accomplish, it's hard, as we say, being a person and maybe yeah. especially being uh, a parent. Oh. And so it was really yeah. interesting to see that. And then just their love story is very beautiful because I think people had this impression that he's so good looking. And even though his wife was beautiful and she was a famous actress too, like there's always this sense, kind of like they are with like Hugh Jackman or um, I'm trying to think of other people who are with the same woman forever where there's like this like suspicion almost like why Uh would he say because people asked him why don't you um ever (sighs) cheat how do you stay loyal and he famously said why would I go out for a hamburger when I have a steak at home and that's like the perfect answer yeah but most people are just sort of suspicious of it almost I think people are suspicious of it if you if the thing, if you value looks above all else. I think they think all if men you, do. Uh, if you are a man that transcends that, like, you know, cliche, then you, like, connect on a deeper level. And, you know, who else does that is... Uh, uh, God from the Matrix, who everybody loves. Keanu, yes, ex- Keanu Reeves. Great example. There you go. And don't you think that he is above all that? And like, yes, and women love it, but men are sort of yes. like, what the heck? Yeah, and it really is an enlightened man. And like, sees past. You know, it's the sad that there aren't a lot of them that we can like point to as examples, but there are a few that we can. And you know, and it just makes them even more. Attractive. I'm sure there are more. That I'm sure there are a lot more. There are. There definitely are. Oh, my God. But, I mean, she's gorgeous also. She's a gorgeous Here's the thing. It's like people, people, I I love to reference, there was a study that I read when I was in grad school that said it, it, it looked at what kept couples together. Like when you look at a couple that's been together for more than 40 years and they identified their relationship or like labeled their relationship as being successful and happy and like, you know, both parties like were happy in the marriage. It was a good marriage. Uh, What is the, when are you most attracted to your partner was the question they asked and like wanted to look at like, what is the thing that attracts partners? Yes. And across the board, the answer was, I am most attracted to my partner when they are in their own element, when they are doing their the thing that they love the most. It's like somebody pursuing the, their passion or somebody being, you know, uh, experiencing joy, you know, and being happy doing what they're doing and just like living for them in a way. And it's never, oh, because they looked really hot. So, like, we really need to change that that idea that that is what is important or, like, and, and you know, like, intimacy and sex may be, and 
like for a lot of people, the glue and the relationship are things that hold together, but nowhere in there is it good looks Mm -hmm. that hold the relationship together. Like that's not it. It's just a passion doesn't. Yeah. Require that you look a certain way. Yeah. Right. We forget Mm -hmm. that. I don't have proof of this, but I bet you Joanne Woodward uses function of beauty. I mean, we don't have proof, but. (laughs) But she does have beautiful hair and I would Mm -hmm. bet that she uses function of beauty because function of beauty will send you a special custom recipe formula. Yes. Designed just for your needs. It right? is my secret. I love it so much. And Suze, I uh, broke away from my unnatural, don't dye my hair anymore, you know, way and threw some highlights in here. And so I'm back on the purple shampoo and so glad I am. And uh, yeah, I love that I have my Function of Beauty shampoo to mix it up when I need something like a little bit of color correction yeah whatever like your specific need is like if you have damaged hair or if you dye your hair and you want to make sure it stays the right color as sarah said Mm -hmm. you can just answer the quiz and they will make this special thing and they'll be like here you go here's heaven in a bottle say goodbye to generic hair care for good today go to functionofbeauty.com slash brain candy to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash braincandy to let them know you heard about it from our show to get 25% off your first order. That's functionbeauty.com slash braincandy. Take your hair quiz, save 25% on your first order. Okay, moving on. So next up on the list. Okay, there was an article that I read in Atlantic that like I didn't like the point. And I wanted to okay. know if, you know, I'm wrong, which I probably am, or not. It was, um, the title was, Why Do Rich People Like Silence? And the author was arguing I saw that... this. Did you read it? No, I, I just saw it like this morning and I didn't, I didn't get to read it, but I would love a... Yes. Well, they were arguing that it was like gentrification that, right? That Yeah, there was an there was a, a component arguing that um the gentrification like people say we are in Brooklyn where people of color used to populate in higher numbers and then all the white people come in and they then try to impose um whoop, try to impose like their culture or uh yeah standards on the people that have lived there all along. But the article was not just about gentrification. It was about the expectations that in this article, they were claiming it's rich people uh, put on other communities to be quieter. Perhaps you remember um, when there were black ladies on that train and they were laughing really hard and other people were disturbed and Mm -hmm. annoyed and they wouldn't stop Mm -hmm. laughing. So then they got kicked off the train and they were like laughing while black was like the hashtag that they used that Mm -hmm. like this article Mm -hmm. argues that our comfort, white people Uh or rich people or whatever, supersedes their joy. And this writer is saying, why is that? Why does your being comfortable 
Why is that more important than me expressing a joyful spirit or playing my music or whatever? So I don't love this argument. I feel like this only holds up in the, in an individualistic culture and not in a collectivist culture. Which does? Because I can... Uh, I, I don't see the relationship between being quiet and being rich in a collectivist culture where it would be just considered like rude or out of place to make a bunch of noise in a public area. Yeah. You know, I try to think about like my time in Thailand or what it would be like in Japan or something like that. And so I think it has to do... I. With maybe, I like I do I do feel like that way about rules and regulations that are being put in place in areas that where gentrification is going on. Like the example that I think of are like the parks in Los Angeles and different like noise ordinances mm. or rules about um, when they can have, um, like, there's one park where they start, they they change the sprinkler schedule to then go off when it was a time where there were, like, kind of like, what is basically that community's version of a farmer's market going on. And they made the sprinklers go off then or they shut down the park at certain hours or things like that, which I felt like as somebody living in that area and driving past things, these things, I really felt like they were trying to – like the city was trying to like push certain people out or like affect other – like certain communities and not others. And so I can absolutely see those points, but I think it's not like universal. Like it doesn't work in – if this were, if you tried to make the same argument in a collectivist culture. Because he was, I think it was a man, but I actually don't know. The the writer was um, mm-hmm. arguing, you know, that in black and brown communities, um, there's a much more of a, an expectation of expression, loud expression, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, musical expression, joyful expression, and that white people just assume or rich people just assume that they can dictate when and where that happens. But, you you know, during the pandemic, we've heard these arguments mm-hmm. about masks and stuff like that. And they'll say, like, you know, my body, my choice. Like, you can't tell mm-hmm. me when to wear a mask. But uh, people that want you to wear a mask would say, but it's contagious. So mm-hmm. it affects me. I feel mm-hmm. like that about noise. Mm-hmm. Noise infects airspace. Yes. Right. So right. courtesy, I didn't think it had to do with class or income or even yeah. race, really. But I'm a white lady, so I don't know. There are also, but there are also societal expectations, or like different groups have different expectations of, of, or, or like, Maybe even social etiquette in like different places. You mean like the movie theater? Like every single place. Like I feel like you could like church is another example. Like I feel like when you go to white church, everybody's real quiet. 
That's what I think of. And mm-hmm. you go to a black church and it's like super fun and ever and you can like say things out loud. Weddings, like it it's so I think there are certain things that are even culturally true, like but that's a communal space. Whereas yeah. if I'm in my apartment and your yeah. raucous laughter or boomboxing yeah. is in my apartment, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not happy. Oh, I would totally agree. I totally, and I think the other, the also the problem is we all, everybody's living more on top of each other. Like th- this is happening in places where this is like one of those things where it feels like the real problem is like housing and like how, and oh. urban planning and like how everybody's living on top of each other and, and, um, uh, you know, th- like those kind of, th- and how nobody can have space or land or property that is their own. Like okay. that, that is more of a, but then we're pointing at, this is like one of those, the ants are fighting each other, but we're not asking who's shaking the jar kind of things, you know? Yeah. Cause he was in saying- the same way I felt about that whole list of the, the celebrities and their CO2 emissions and how like, Oh, look at all the celebrities and how much they're wasting. I'm like, well, how- how much are the companies and the big like businesses and those kind of things? Well, that's like the running you know, joke like now about how like our, our paper mache straws are melting in our drinks while like all the corporations right. are the ones burning the planet down. Right. right. We're like not looking at like what if we zoom out on this, what is this really like saying? This is like talking about how we're like all living on top of each other. People don't have space. And, maybe. And it's like he – this writer was assuming that everyone's life looks the same. Some people have babies that are trying to go to sleep. You know, some people have different work schedules when they sleep at different times. Like be courteous. It's not about money or race, but to him, it really, or to him or her, it really was. And I was offended. (laughs) And also when I, and yeah, because when I think about when we were in, in Brazil, everybody was up super, super late and we were, and it was super loud, super late. And that was just like how it was. And it's like, yeah, this is like culturally how it is here. What the, regardless of income. Mm-hmm. But they're a brown it, culture. I mean, they're brown people. Right. So right. maybe it is about race and I'm thinking, no, this is just about etiquette, but that's because the default setting for me is white etiquette. Yeah. Right. I don't know, but I'm like worked up about it and I'm going to have to think about it because I am open. If I'm wrong, I want to know, but I really don't think I am. Yeah. (laughs) Like what spaces are, we have to like define like what spaces are we talking about where it's like. He used an example in in his own apartment when he and his friends were listening to music and having a laugh. And then someone came to the door and was like, no, I feel like that you gotta be, that's, that's. Right. Like everything says you got to turn down the, it's everywhere rude. I've ever lived. Yeah. We're, is, has, because from all, all different areas. I think so. But I also don't want to be a classist, like, racist piece of shit. So keep me posted, you guys. If you have, you want to add to the argument, I would love to hear it. Yeah. One thing I think we're all in favor of is therapy. Love it. Favorite. The best. Right? You got to talk to somebody. You got stuff to deal with and you're relying on your friends and they don't want to hear it. So 
<laughs> so I would say, do you want Sarah advice or you want yeah. Sarah therapist advice? Sarah right. friend advice or Yeah, it's two totally different. different things. So if you want actual correct advice and helpful advice, go check out BetterHelp because maybe you would be comfortable because they offer video, phone, and live chat only. You don't have to be on video if you don't want to and you don't have to go anywhere. So maybe that's a good fit for you because there's some flexibility there. And we all have problems, right? So as we always say, it's hard being human. Yeah. This guy that wrote that article could could talk about how he's like wanting to be real loud and no one will let him. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash brain candy. That's betterhelp.com slash brain candy. All right. Well, the jury's out on that one. Uh, I'll keep you posted what I learn. Yeah. Yeah. And next up, um, I read this article in the New York Times this morning, and it resonated with me because I have had a similar experience. It was about a woman, a journalist, who was covering a um, an execution, death penalty, right? Ooh. So she goes to the jail, Ooh. and um, she is told that her skirt is too short to cover an execution. Now that's an interesting... That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. What's the problem? They... He's going to take too many uh, sexy thoughts into the underworld with him? Right. What, what are so the... All come the journalists, on. What's happening here? All What's the journalists are in a room and they brought up all the Who women... Who are we doing this for? They brought up all the women... And force them to measure their skirts in front of their male. Is this happening now? Now. Yes, interesting in a post Roe v. Wade world that is happening now. Because, oh, um, my God. you know, everything uh-huh. is sort of up for debate now. So they oh, my God. made them measure their skirts in front of their male colleagues. What's the de- what, this? What's the determining? What's the length? I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse. What's the correct length for slut versus journalist? What? What's the? What's the? Where's yeah, what's, the mark? What's the slut length? Yeah. What's the and and who's 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 creating this length? Who is the one who decided? Come on. Now to refresh your memory, when I went to visit I Jerry Sandusky yes. in jail. Oh I wore slacks with a cashmere shell top, you know, and Mm -hmm. then a blazer over that. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to go through the thing, they said, oh, you got to take your blazer off. You're not allowed to wear a blazer, which I didn't know. So I put that in the, the locker and then I was wearing sleeveless. Well, that's not allowed. You can't wear sleeveless. Oh my God, this only affects women. This is only this for is women. This is only for women. So you should dress like fucking Paula Poundstone with a man's suit and tie and you'll be good to go, oh, everybody. my God. This is so fucked up because the, the clothing that they make for women is not allowed in the areas that the, like... You can't wear the clothing that they've deemed appropriate for women. And if you wear the clothing that is appropriate, then you get labeled as not a lesbian, yeah, usually. Womanly enough. Yeah. Okay, it gets worse if you can or believe it. Or a real it. battle axe. 
Fuck off. Yeah. And then she got hysterical and shrill. Okay. Kill me now. So then. I'm going to get hysterical and shrill over this. Listen to me. Oh, God. Okay. So she takes, she goes to change and has to borrow waiters, like fishing waiters. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So she puts the waiters on. Now Uh she looks like a jackass. Yeah, of course. With these waiters on. And they said, well, now we can't let you in because your your shoes are open-toed. And um, so... You, you can't wear those shoes. So now she goes back out to her car, puts on tennis shoes. She's wearing tennis shoes, waiters. Oh, my God. And she's like, I was appropriately dressed before. They told they say to dress like a, you're going to a funeral, so I did. Yes. But oh, now, now I'm wearing like waiters and tennies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. At an execution, yeah. which right. is – how is that respectful? Which looks insane. Right. It's not at all. And – so she said she wanted to see the dress code. The jail has a, a, yeah, a dress code. Yeah, that's what I – let's see it. So please. they did have a skirt length policy, but they did not have an open-toed policy. And Fuck so off. she is appealing to the governor to deal with it. Thank God. Hopefully something will happen. But it is just – just it's sort of like this the laughing so while black stupid. thing. It's just like working yeah. while woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the clothing that they sell, like this is what's available to women. Then you purchase that, and then they say, "No, I'm sorry." And because ugh, just so, so we're crystal clear, I can't even like journalists. Um, which on Patreon, I've interviewed a woman who a newscaster, so we've talked about this. A journalist. Oh yes. On television, local news, mm-hmm. if they don't look sexy, it is. People are furious. They want mm-hmm. newscasters that are appealing. Well, women, they don't care about what the men look like. Mm-hmm. And so it is a catch-22. You think, yes. well, why can't you wear your snowsuit and like a, for real, dress like Paula Poundstone? Well, the reason is because she would be fired if she yeah. actually did wear that all the she time. She wouldn't get her job. Somebody else would get that job. So I'm mad about it. <sighs> yeah. I get that. Thanks. I'm mad about that too. It's just insane. I'm glad it was in the New York Times, though. That's, like, encouraging to me because you want to get as many eyeballs on this as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's like like that's going to really make a difference. Like, what does one inch do? Like, it's very – it's – when you can point to things like uh, no exposed nipple. Okay. I'll say fair to that. When you can say no visible butt cheek. Okay, I can agree to that. No problem. Well, there that's are things that we can agree. For both genders. Correct. All the genders. Thank you. Yeah. Then there's things we can like measure, things we can like, uh, no exposed genitalia. Okay, Fine. no problem. But like there's really nothing. The, the difference between a four-inch long skirt and a six-inch long skirt to the, you know, pedophile, rapist, whatever that you're talking to ain't going to make much of a difference. Sorry about it. And let's not forget that this is she's going to a place where we are legally murdering someone come on for fuck's sake right Tell me that's Oy, what we're yoy, mad about yoy, yoy, yoy. she has open toed shoes but and you're going to murder this guy okay yeah, right all right this this is not this is mm, okay worked up i've decided to hate pickleball oh really 
And but not pickles. No, I love pickles. Loves pickles. Hate pickleball. Sarah, I feel... Can't say I've played pickleball. I was just going to say, played... I'm shocked that you have not played pickleball. I do like to say it. That is it's the worst fun. thing about it. Pickleball. Why is it called that, number one? Beca- that is the because, worst name ever. Because, like, you're stuck in a pickle. Like, it's going back up, back and forth between somebody. You know, like, when somebody's on first base and second base and there's a runner in between and they're trying to, like, get on and... Steal. You're throwing the ball back not not necessarily steal it could be just he's in between bases and they that's what they call it being in a pickle i mean i know the phrase i'm in a pickle yeah but how that applies to sports is like so i think that they kind of took that and applied it well that's stupid i hate it yeah okay fair um i also feel like it's only a matter of time before you do start playing it I, I, I agree. I can see like, as soon as you said it, I'm like, how close is racquetball? I could be a member of a racquetball club. My parents were like, and for some reason I have this like connection in my mind between racquetball and bagels, because I think I used to go with my dad or mom to their racquetball like games or practices. And then afterwards we would get a bagel. So right now I'm like, Hmm. I can really have a, a, a nice Sunday bagel. Very Jewish. You think I'd love this, right, Zeus? I don't. And tell me what you hate about it. The name isn't the what worst is it about? part. The people okay. that t- play it remind me of like yeah. those people that like live in Hermosa Beach and never grow up. Oh no! You know what I mean, like Peter Pan syndrome, where they like yeah. think this is so fun and great, and it's like, why don't you like yeah. have children or Ooh. like Ooh. volunteer? Is pickleball that? Is that is that it? Ooh, that might. I think it might be. I'm trying to think. I think it might be because it's the same people that like volleyball. I swear. It is now volleyball. I'll get on board with that. That it is, and the other one I'm thinking right now is um, that new Smash Ball thing that people like to play. What it's is like that, that one that you see at the beach? It's like a newer game. That's spike ball. Spike ball. Yeah, that one I'm into. Spike ball. Because I think everyone knows. Yeah, because everyone knows that spike ball, it's sort of like cornhole. It's like a fun little thing. They're not trying to get in the Olympics or be an official. Most of the beach spike ball people are. are. See, I think. I think maybe spike ball might be the new, like, but might be Hermosa Beach's new uh, pickleball. (laughs) Pickleball might be everybody else's. You know, like I, as far as I know, people that play spike ball know their place. They know it's just a fun thing you do in a parking lot, waiting to go into a concert or something. Whereas pickleball people, they're trying to take over tennis, yeah. and that is yeah. not happening. Ah, uh, let it go. Do you think it's yeah? I don't like tennis, which is why I think I will like this. Mm, they say it's like ping pong, but like 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 where if you stood on the table. That's what pickleball is, which I think you would really love. What's the difference between racquetball and pickleball? The wall, I think. Oh. Do you have to have partners for this pickleball thing? Yeah. I don't want okay, I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I want I'm a solo I'm a solo player. That's After Johnny me. took the money, you're like, no more teams. For sure. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't ride in any duo. They're, they, I'm surprised they even got on that 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 tandem bicycle. I'm not. Right, I'm getting exactly. a solo kayak. I want my own. We're not. We're not. No. No. Even I'm not doing anything. Oh, I'm definitely solo kayaking. That's really funny, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The other thing I hate about it is um, 
it's a, it's, well, it's funny because we just talked about the noise problem, but that's a big problem because pickleball is more close uh, quarters than a tennis. So people mm-hmm. are very loud and like talk to each other the whole time. And also the oh. thwack of the ball is louder than a tennis racket. And so neighbors yeah. are fucking furious about all this pickleball action. And I'm like, yeah, I don't okay, like that. I like, like silence. Thing. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Susie, oh, I have some bad news. Tell me. You are you like everything about Eli except there's one thing I think that that and he's like should you tell Susie Oh my god like, maybe she should just find out on her own Tell me Oh god He's the whistler <gasps> Sarah! <laughs> I truly could not have thought of a worse thing <laughs> Oh, I was like, which one's more fun to ne- not tell her and have her find out organically, <gasps> which will be equally as exciting because you, you have you're he's he's a whistler. Where is he whistling? Everywhere. In public. To everything. Oh I thought God. and I thought I was the whistler. Nope, I'm with the whistler. It's fine. I'm fine with it. This, OK, 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 OK. Listen. <laughs> oh, my God. This is an she, she emergency. Emergency. Is it, in your opinion, mm-hmm. I already know mm-hmm. the answer, but mm-hmm. is it, in your opinion, attention-seeking behavior? No. Why not? Uh, oh, my God. This is I tragic. think it's. I think it's more caught up in the moment behavior. What moment? But the music that's around. Like, whenever there's music around, he, like, he's... Think like, about how he, much I love music. I know. I am true. never audibly okay, doing I'm anything. Think about this. I'll ask him. He like, likes. Hey, is this he wants seeking behavior. Is he an extrovert? Like he wants people to like chat oh, with yes. him. This is what they do. It's their mm-hmm. way of being like, "Hey, I'm here. Anybody want to talk?" Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna ask I him. I wonder so if he'll mad. change things. Why saw. would he do that? So he was. <laughs> wait, you're telling me. Why would he enjoyably hum a tune? Why would he do it? 
See, this is proof I hate noise. This is yeah, I know. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like That's that what article. made me think of this is because I think that you are just somebody who's a highly sensitive person, so you don't like noise. It's and invasive. you are somebody who grew up not rich, so you're like, wait a sec, it's I'm not poor. poor. I, love, yeah. <laughs> I love quiet. Yeah, because that's, That's the same I reason I don't like farts also because they invade my nose space. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I don't like that Okay. Either. So I don't like anything yeah. that encro- encroaches. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. wait. So he was out and about whistling and you were like, hey, guess what? Susie hates that. I, w- I was – no. He was whistling and I looked at him and I was like, bad news. <gasps> I was like – You had to break I think it I said something. I was, like, I was like, I know who you are. You're the whistler, aren't you? Oh, my you? God. It's like a and villain. I, like, call, I said it. It's I was a like, Batman you're, villain, you're, the whistler. You're the whistler. And I was like, Susie's not going to like this. And what did he say? And he was like, should, he, should we tell her? Or do you think did she he inquire why? No, I don't think so. There was no curiosity about why I distaste whistling so much. Mm. Probably because he knows it's terrible. He doesn't need to ask why. Probably. Deep in his heart. I know it's terrible. I, and I do it. Why are you doing it? I don't know. I can't help it. When Whitney Houston comes on and I'm in, you know, Dick Sporting Goods, your girl's got a whistle. Are you serious? You can't just hum internally? I don't know how to do that. Okay. Sometimes I hum externally. Well, you're also attention-seeking, so this adds up. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) attention-seeking. You are. Am I? Sarah, is that really a question? Or am I just trying to... I can't, or should we all just be allowed to freely express our... That's what the Atlantic author was saying. Why does my comfort supersede your joy? See, now you're seeing the other side. I'm kind of on the side of this other. Um, yeah. But like... It's okay in uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Inside? That is the worst. Maybe Why? outside walking to your car. Maybe. Mm. I'm in an enclosed space. There's nowhere I can go, and I got to hear your dumb whistle. <sighs> I mean, it's mostly men that do it, too. It's not usually women. You're unusual. Yeah, my mom does it, too. Get out of here. Oh, she's a big time whistler. It's like a genetic effect. I know it really. I think it is. I think it, it might be like this. This this could be genetic. Is she a really good whistler? And is Eli a good whistler? Oh my gosh! Yes, both of them. See, are. they're showing off their their whistling. I am not though. So okay. what's wrong with me? Well, yeah, <laughs> I think you're genuinely joyful. This is true. But I think I am joyful. Your mom, maybe I don't know because I haven't heard it. But Eli, since we're talking about it. He he's a good whistler. He wants everyone to know he's like really good at whistling. I'm gonna have to ask him next time he whistles. I'm gonna be like, "What's happening right now?" Even if Whitney Houston herself were in Dick's Sporting Goods and her song came on, <laughs> she would not sing along because it's rude. Yes, she would. No, Whitney would. There is no way. Mariah would. <laughs> Mariah would, would. You're right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she would. Beyonce would not. No, no, because it's weird See, and rude. Madonna like, would not. No, who else would? Mostly um, men. Brittany oh would. My God, right? All the unhinged weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And then when you say Whitney, I'm like, oh, it's like post-1998 Whitney, too, who's doing it, not pre. Uh, who else would? Christina would not. Gwen Stefani could go either way. <laughs> well, I think right? she would if there were men around. She would want them to. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a fun game to play. This is this is a great game. Would they whistle to their own music? Let's name. And in what situation? Male, this is my new favorite game. Male artists. Okay, male artists. Michael Jackson? Um, absolutely not. John Legend? No. Stevie Wonder? No. Absolutely not. Steven Tyler? Yes. yes. Weirdo. <laughs> See? <laughs> yes, we have cracked the oh, whistling this is case. Such a fun game. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Steven we Tyler. Yes. yes. That's Jason Derulo. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. He because he's got he's all on TikTok. Yep, he's definitely Carlos doing Santana. That. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, oh my god, this is so <laughs> great. All the members of KISS. Yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, probably two of them know, but Gene well, said. We don't know their names yes. because we don't know their weird. names. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've learned so much and do you think he'd be willing to change, <laughs> Eli? You know, or does he? It's like really anything. I think it. first has to first awareness has to come. So, so, like, I feel like it's one of those things. If I just ask him, but you love it, like, I know I love it. So it's no problem. And and he's a good whistler. I also really like like I like yeah I like when people hum. I like when people have a song in their heart and they share it. Even men. I mean, I don't want the ones I like. They, they are. I like this until I hate it. Like it's one of those things. It's like you want to be like that's the enough. same things that I like. Five years from now, I'm going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake! If he whistles one more time, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I just have to wait this one out. Yeah, you just have to wait this one out. It'll just, be when, it'll be totally different years from now. It, I'm sure. In your case, and it and theoretically in in Eli's, do you think that this just happens? You don't even know you're doing it. It's just like correct. Oh, it's it's unconscious. I think it's, I think it's involuntary I think it's a whistling. Bit, I think it's a little bit of yeah, because I like dance. I like kind of sometimes I'm I kind of dance you like and work not, up to not it. know about it. Yeah, and I like for I just say Whitney Houston because I recently did this in line getting ice cream. And, like, the woman who was, like, at the counter was watching me. And, like, Eli was, like, she's been singing along with you the whole time. And I had no – I was, like, clueless that, like, you know. I singing was, to me is less offensive. Well, you say that because you can sing well. If I were singing, you'd be let more offended by my singing. No, my I would be – I would like it a little more. I would still be, like, okay, that's enough of that after two seconds. I can hit better notes with my whistling than – yeah, definitely. No, maybe not. So not, he just—he has a joy in his heart. It just comes out. He doesn't even realize he's doing it. Maybe, probably. Oh he knows God. he's the whistler. Crazy. I call, and we've we've talked about this. It'll be fun to talk about next time where I catch him doing it. I which is all the I time. could I did not see it coming. Like even when you said like I got bad news. Yeah. Not in my wildest dreams. Yeah, I, did know, I, think- I was like, this is going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I need to write, like, a think piece about this. 
<laughs> because I want to know if like other people what know do? what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll never forget the, when we were in Brazil and there was the man who wouldn't stop whistling in the like the courtyard. Little, little area in the courtyard. And Susie was Susie was furious. She's like, I'm going to go down there and I am going to jam that broom down his throat if he whistles. <laughs> it was like a banjo night. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because yeah. it gets like it starts, and I'm like, boy, I hate that. And then it just continues, like it did a banjo night, and then eventually I just erupt. And, right. Well, because now you're fixated on it because you can't stop thinking about it, and that's what you're focused on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't it. know what my problem is, but let's wind down because now Whistlers, I'm all worked clearly. up. <laughs> yeah. No, because I think it might be what the the cause is. Yes. Yes. Like maybe I think it's like I said attention seeking or maybe a, something else, and I I need to yeah. investigate this internally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Paul Newman, it's fun to watch. Anyway, very sexy Jewish, yes, gorgeous man. Very delicious salad dressing and cookies. Yeah, both both of those. Things. I would love to hear about your favorite New- Newman Newman fake Newman Newman's own. Fake Newmans, obviously. Those? No, really? I just wanted to say it. <laughs> I, right? It is funny. It, it's it is the dressing. Fun. Newman's own. The dressing, I buy it. Newman's own. The vinaigrette, balsamic. It, yes, yes. It's so good. No, the cheesy Italian. I've never that's had the, that. That's, there's like an Italian one that's like kind of cheesy. Like Those are like two of my favorite one. things. Yeah, it's so good. Guess that, get that one. Get that one. Okay. Um, and the Caesar one. And I love how they dress them up in the little Caesars. It's so cute. It's cute. I love it. I love it too. Yep, yep. Now I'm hungry. Um... Rich people love silence. We don't know. We're going to have to ask you guys. We'll do a poll and stuff because yeah. I don't know. Yeah. About I'm that. interested here. And I'm, I'll, I'll take a, I'll read that article, see what's up. Yeah. It's, I don't like it. Um, don't forget to wear your waiters to jail. Oh my gosh. I can't believe this one. I mean, I can, but I, I'm again, fearful about the things the wrong that are going thing. up the pike for us ladies. Me too. Me too. Mm-mm-mm. We'll see what happens. Um, pickleball, <laughs> thumbs down. Susie hates it. If you guys love it, tell you, please make your case. Like, tell me. What if Eli were like, "Oh my gosh, I play in the league." I could be convinced about pickleball, but not whistling. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, I do think I do. I'm gonna laugh later about how you said you only do solo sports now, <laughs> like solos. Stuff. I'm out. I'm out. No more. No more pair. Was no that a conscious infected. thing, or you just realized like I'm not? You're not interested in those things anymore. Team sports. Nah, I just I I realized that. I don't know if it was conscious. Like they're just easier to do the solo ones. Sure is. Yeah. Nobody steals your money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, oh. thanks for listening, you guys. We love ya. Have you bought our merch? Because it's real cute and everything. Oh, my gosh. Our green shoes. I just love them. Oh, wow. It's real special. See you next time. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.